The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hi, everybody. This is pro wrestling legend Jim Cornette, and you're listening to The Rough House. The opinions expressed in The Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and expanding people too and all people. Bollocks, bollocks. <laughs> it's just, it's straight. That's the first thing they're going to get. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You got to test the mics, brother. <laughs> brother, brother. Brother, brother, good brother. Uh, <laughs> Look, Christian, I never, I don't think I ever enjoyed Christian as much as I do just him dicking around mm-hmm. IRL, like mm-hmm. him on the podcast and him on the Edge and Christian show. Like, yeah. Now I like Christian. I never I was <laughs> you, never you a Christian I was, guy? Well, I mean, well, I never had anything against Christian. I yeah. was just like, "Oh, Christian." Yeah. No, I was <laughs> I was into it. Now, granted, I I'm also one of those guys who really uh weirdly likes like late era WWE ECW. Okay. All right. Like when it when it was like Christian Jack, Jack Swagger, Swagger, like that crew yeah, up yeah, top. Yeah. Uh Kofi Kingston still saying he was Jamaican, <laughs> having a bad oh, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I liked that era of of uh WWE, ECW, ECW. Uh, with um, uh, was it Monster Magnet did the theme? Uh, you may be right on that. Yeah. I can't. I can't recall. But that sounds. Uh, that sounds periodically correct. Yeah. Uh, but hi everybody, Rough oh, yeah. Podcast. I'm Marty. I'm Christoph, brother. And, brother. Uh, holy shit! What a week it's been, dude. It's a, literally like it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. Being a pro wrestling fan right now is exhausting. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help when. Including the pre-show, of which there actually was some stuff worth watching. Yes, you had a seven-hour program. Even the fucking Super Bowl goes five. I know. I know. Unless you're the type of person who watches all the like Road to the Super Bowl and John Madden's All Madden Team and whatever other shit they load in front of it. I'm not that person. No, no. And honestly, (laughs) I only watch the Super Bowl at this point, especially this year, uh, because I want to see the commercials. And even then, most of them you can watch online online. in advance. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not wasting my time on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to catch up on Worlds Worlds Collide or uh, The Incredibles 2 is on Netflix now. I think that's in my queue for today. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I haven't seen that yet. (laughs) But, yeah, seven hours of the Rumble. Yeah, it it was like I went over to my buddy's house, and I was exhausted. I was just sitting on my fat fucking ass, (laughs) stuffing myself with uh, Aldi brand um, onion rings, pizza, and uh, chugging cups of Mountain Dew to keep myself awake. And I was fucking exhausted by the end of it. Yeah, and and the thing is, I think that's why I didn't like the Men's Rumble this year. (laughs) 
I tried because to... that shit started at 11 p.m. It did. I was into it only because. So we do. Uh, I go to my buddy Derek's house and we do. You pick um, numbers. We pick numbers. Ah, smart man. And there was there was a we only got four numbers each. So you yeah. know because more people were invited this year, so we got less picks, which is fine. It's, yeah, it's sure. Fine. No, no, no. But I mean... there is within our group of friends. There's a. Um, a WWE championship winged eagle repl- like toy replica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. a women's title toy replica. So whoever picks the winning number yeah. gets the title for the year. Yeah. And my one buddy Darren, who I know is listening to this, and I'm calling you out because he gave me nothing but shit the entire year. Cause he's nowhere near the level of a hardcore fan that, mm-hmm. that I am. Yeah. And you know, the fact that it's luck. Clearly, 100%. picking numbers out of a thing. Especially this year with them just randomly inserting people who aren't even part of the Rumble into the Rumble right. in both Rumbles. Yes. So the fact that he won and had that, he actually won both Rumbles last year. Oh, so wow. So he was walking around with both titles. Oh, wow. So I was. So he looked like that guy you don't want to talk to at a live show. Yes, correct. Um, so I was very, uh, I got really sucked into the men's realm. I'm like, I'm taking that fucking title from you this year, Derek. <laughs> uh, luck be damned. So I, I pulled my numbers and I don't think I had a number post 14. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, <laughs> <laughs> this may not go well for me. Yeah. So, you know, you go through, you go through the first, well, and we'll get into more detail recap of the rumble clearly, but, uh, we get to like the, you know, the first couple numbers. I'm like, okay, all right. I have a feeling my guy's going to have a really long run in the rumble. So, yeah. uh, uh, my third number was number 10. Yeah. And then, you know, the countdown goes three, two, one. And just out of sheer trying to will it into existence, I yell, burn it down. <laughs> and lo and behold, it gets burned <laughs> down. And out comes Seth fucking Rollins. And I'm like, yes. At that moment, I knew that that title so was So at the time, were you me. pointing at the fake plastic belt? <laughs> I was. Much the way that, that they were pointing at the <laughs> University of Phoenix sign I, yes. nearby yes. the WrestleMania yeah, sign? I t- yeah, I totally was. And, and towards the end, you know, the last like five to ten minutes of the Rumble, I was like, like oh shit oh shit I was like I was sucked in I yeah. was full on mark yeah uh, and it was it, like that was fun you know it was fun to get you know to get invested into the storyline for a twelve dollar piece of fake plastic oh absolutely um, but that's what kept that's what kept me through that last hour of the show well, so fuck you Darren <laughs> it's mine for a year thanks for hosting Derek yeah yeah <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> The the pre-show, like I said, actually had things that mattered, and then something out of the fucking blue. Yeah, which I, I got there, and they were uh, they were like, "Hey, there was a tag match that happened." Like, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, they match. added a tag match. Glorious Chad against it, it, Scott Dawson and Razor or Toka, whichever one. Yeah, whichever injured. one doesn't have a knee injury. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Why? That makes zero fucking sense. And the whole gimmick was if. Uh, the the makeshift Methods of Mayhem revival team <laughs> won, yes. they would each get tag title shots. Right. Which says to me, oh, they're planning they're the next few weeks of Raw. Yeah. No, Glorious Chad wins clean. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I guess they just wanted to throw something on to entertain the people who were there early. I don't fucking I, know. I don't know. And it was a cool setup, I, I do have to say. Uh, you know, uh, I, I did like the baseball stadium setup. I um, did, too. It was it was a welcome uh, change. The lack of massive Tron yes. in the back was, you know, was a cool change of pace. Yeah. Plus, it was creepy AR graphics that they're throwing out there I, now. I love them. I actually yeah. thought they were pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it, I think they're cool, but some of them are really weird, just like the way they float in well, the Well, yeah, they're a little but, hokey. Um, know. But Ember Moon's, uh, you know, Blood yeah, Red Wolf Moon was pretty cool. Exactly, and the... And the, the um, the masks for Asuka were cool. Yeah, and, that was and, cool. The Brock Lesnar one, too. Um, all right. But, yeah, you had this tag match. 
which sounded like it was setting up some level right. of stakes. No nope. stakes. No stakes. No. No weights either. Exactly. Uh, you had Rusev Nakamura, which, against everything we were taught from the Survivor Series, said the pre-show does matter. Right. Because the finish involved Lana getting knocked off of the apron. Correct. So she could not be in the Rumble. Right. Hint, hint, hint for later on in the yeah. show. Uh, and then you had an incredible match, the four-way for the Cruzador belt, <laughs> as Buddy Murphy successfully defended against Akira Tozawa, um, Hideo Itami, more on him later, yep. and Kalisto. I loved that match. It was really fun. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, just really innovative and cool spots, and... Great timing. Probably the best Hideo Tommy's ever looked on the main roster. That's true. And I think his only pay-per-view appearance, if, I, if I'm if i not uh, mistaken. Since the random WrestleMania since, that yeah. he was part of the Rumble. Yeah. Um, so. uh, yeah. Uh, I I thought that match was amazing. It was uh, really fun. Could have been on the main card. Yeah. And, probably uh, should have been, but not with the length of the main card oh, was sure, already. Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, but it was definitely one of those scenarios where... Um, you know, you you give the two hundred five guys a spot where the crowd still may be alive, right? And they're going to fall in love with yeah. what they can do. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Buddy Murphy again looks like one of the most underrated workers on the planet. See, I feel like I feel like they could have put that Cruzador match in the death spot after the women's rumble, and they yeah. would have gotten over. Oh yeah, de- you know? definitely likely because uh, by the end when they're doing all the crazy, yeah. you know, finishing spots, yeah. people would have been into it, but. right? It was what it was. Show kicked off with Becky Lynch and Asuka. Great fucking match. Hell yeah. Uh, Someone, I I saw someone online say it was the most NXT Asuka that Asuka has looked on the main roster. Yeah, I mean, uh, really, aside from her match with Charlotte at Mania last year, those are really the only two really marquee matches Asuka has had on on the main roster where she really got to show what she's all about. And... uh, yeah, like there was some that like that swinging neck neck breaker off the apron onto the floor was yeah. was cringeworthy. A lot of those uh, suplexes and throws were like, ah, uh, yeah. yeah and Oscar uh, busted out with you know just kind of being a dick with just like the subtle kicks to yes, the face of Becky that. and Oscar going over clean as a sheet with a tap with yeah. the submission. Yeah, which the the Os- the bridged Oscar lock looked fucking badass. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like her ultra mega finisher, which which is cool, and it gives Oscar a really big boost. And then you know it's it's one of those things of they break you down before they build you up sort mm-hmm, of thing that mm-hmm. WWE loves to do. Yeah. Um, you know, look at Seth Rollins losing to Randy Orton at WrestleMania 31 to go before back cashing and, in, yeah, yeah, cashing out and winning the the title later. So. You know, that was another thing that kind of was in my head was like, okay, she lost here, so she's definitely winning uh, winning the Rumble at this point somehow or another. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, and and also it was kind of a running trend through the night of losers looking strong in losing yeah. Yeah, throughout yeah, yeah. the title matches. Yeah. Um, after that, we had the SmackDown tag title match, The Bar defending against the team of... Miz and Shane McMahon. Yep, that was a match. Yeah, kind of a mixed bag. Um, I, I like there was no story. Yeah, not, <laughs> like not. I, it, it seemed like it was building up to Miz turning on McMahon or yeah. vice versa or yeah. something like that had to happen. But no, it was just no, a, just, just a regular tag match with a new mixed tag, not mixed tag, but you know, new new random thrown together uh, tag team yeah, uh, champion. Um, we got new tag team champions out of it from SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Shane McMahon showed apparently he's better at a shooting star than <laughs> Brock Lesnar. That's a really uh, nice shooting star. It, it was. Even if he seemed to land directly. 
directly in Cesaro's crotch. Probably, but you know. Sorry, Sarah D'Amato. <laughs> no good there. Is there are they? Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah, that's How a did thing. I not know that? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that, that's yeah. since Chikara. Good on um, you, Claudio. Yeah. Um, but uh, And good on you, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess really the story of that is uh, Miz made his dad proud. I guess that's the Which real is the story. weirdest fucking story. Yeah. You know, like- the dude headlined WrestleMania and right. beat John Cena for the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. but that didn't do it. No, but no, winning the winning the tag team the SmackDown Tag Team Championship with Shane McMahon with really Shane doesn't. McMahon. That, yeah. That's why. That's uh, I mean, I guess <laughs> like if they're gonna make Mrs. Dad a character on show, yeah, I'll give it a little leeway because Mrs. Dad is fucking ridiculous. Yes, every like yeah. he looks like he's straight out of the fucking shit plant in Dundalk. <laughs> I mean, he's from like you know suburbs of Cleveland. He or always something, reminds so. me of in middle school. I took guitar lessons. Okay, and the guy who was the teacher looked exactly like Mrs. Dad. <laughs> and and yeah, Mr. Mizanin, what's an E sharp? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing on guitar? Do they have those? I I, I don't, don't remember. <laughs> God, I have no it, musical it, talent. It, it's been like twenty plus years now. Um, anyway, yeah, world. Um, <laughs> After that was the women's rumble, yes. which a lot I saw a lot of people online really didn't like. I thought it was fine. Like the a, a lot of the women that they have on the roster, on the main roster in particular, are not good wrestlers. They're not. <laughs> they're not. So yeah, were there moments where you could see them doing the math of, oh wait, I need to be here and I yeah. need to go there? Yeah, but you saw them in the men's rumble too. Yeah, but it was a little more fluid on, on the sure. men's for the for sure. you know for ninety percent of the men in the roster. Yeah, um, they definitely gave Lacey Evans a, a do or die spot of and being number she one. Croaked. Yeah, did <laughs> she, not did not go great she for did not her. Do well, unfortunately, no. they, they really they really set up the opening seven eight women mm. for failure yeah because really. Yeah. really you only had natty in there to anchor everything exactly uh and then ember moon came out you know i think within that era too yeah. but uh not not a lot of um of experience of of mm-hmm. ring generalship in there to really direct traffic and you know this is only the second women's royal rumble too so it's not right. something that they have a lot of experience in doing either and i'm yeah. sure i know they rehearsed the first one you know, start right, to finish. To I'm back. not sure if they did on this one as well. Yeah, hard to say. But uh, it if went, they did, it didn't show. It did. Yeah, it really did not. It went a little bit. It went too long. Yeah, and j- even the melodrama at the end, which I was kind of into with Becky, and you know, being able to you know first getting finding her way in, and mm-hmm. with Finley and stuff like that, and then you know the the knee and not being able to continue, but then fighting yeah. her way in. That just Maybe got milked just a hair too long. And I'd like to thank Matthew from uh, uh, Botchmania for pointing out that she started selling one knee and then switched to the knee. Oh, no. Before the finish. Did yeah. she? I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but one thing I will say is the women's rumble started a trend that we saw in the men's rumble also, which was the surprises were not legends. No, they with, were with, newbies. They were NXTs. Yeah. With the possible exception, depending on where you see her as Maria popping up. Right. Uh, which I guess this is what happens when you try to leave the company. You get an extended spot that you die in. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean like she got the shit kicked out of no. her. I mean like it it didn't work at Crickets. all and no one cared. Crickets. Yeah, well, I mean- at least put her with somebody with some heat. Why are you going to have her do something with Alicia Fox? <laughs> I mean, they both 
were around in the same period, but they just neither of them really moved the needle for anybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, there was there were some fun spots in there. You know, yeah. Ember Moon had the fun save by the uh, the the toes mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on the ring ropes was fun. Uh, uh, Naomi got her bit. Yeah, she and she did the Kofi. She did the Kofi, and then mwah, uh, Mandy Rose, you delicious snack, you. <laughs> yeah, uh, just immediately shoving, shoving her, her off, off, which yeah. popped me so hard. I fucking love uh, that. Casey Cottonzaro had the crazy Ninja Warrior, yeah. appropriately Ninja Warrior esque <laughs> save. Mrs. O'Shea. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> flippy Casey. That one I know. <laughs> About. <laughs> Believe me, I'm all about fantasy booking that one. Uh, <laughs> we might come back to that. We may have to circle um, back. Uh, but uh, it was also interesting to see some of the women that got in. Kyrie having her, se- Kyrie Sane having her second appearance. Yeah. Io Shirai having her first appearance. Yep. Uh, Zia Lee of all people. I pop for Zia Lee. She's got them thighs on her. <laughs> Good all them thighs. I was. Very surprised to see her, uh, although it makes sense. It, I mean, uh, not to take away from her, but it, I can imagine for WWE, it's like, well, yes, we'd love to gain a Chinese audience. Right. Especially with uh, whatever that Chinese organ, OEW, that's going to be uh, working OWA, with yeah. AEW. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of jumping on the China train right now. Exactly. So. Don't blame them. Hey. hey, John Cena learned Mandarin for a reason. Right. Exactly. And yeah. I am a fan of Xia Li, so yeah. pop for her. I pop, Kyrie Sane running down the aisle with her. <laughs> with, with her. The te- uh, spyglass or yeah. whatever the fuck it is. I'm yeah. not that smart to know what that is. Um, who else popped up in there? Um, uh, uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae to not a huge pop. To be fair, Candice really hasn't, hasn't. done anything besides being yeah. Johnny Gargano's wife. Yeah, that's um, true. That's it, true. I did see, though, uh, she was wearing part of Tegan Knox's gear uh, as a little shout out to her injured friend. That's so, adorable. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dakota Kai was missed. Get well, get well soon, babe. Yes. Miss you yeah. very much. Um, and then, oh, fuck, I just had it. What was it? Who was it? Oh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Coming out like a boss. Yeah, and she she looked great. She did. Yeah. She really did. And then she took a hard elimination. Bailey gave her the old uh, back yeah. body drop Even out of Bailey the Even Bailey looked really good in the Rumble. Bailey and Sasha both uh, was the best I've seen them in yeah. a year. Easy. Yeah. Like, Bailey came in. All her strikes looked good. Yeah, she, she just was fired up. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. What it was, but something just clicked for her. She got her something on to do. Sunday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's more, more on that duo, because uh, I, I just want to say, uh, I'm going to say it early now uh, that Elimination Chamber yeah. tag looks real bad. Oh, yeah. It's not going to. Real bad. That's, it's the, the whole thing is a terrible idea. To be yeah. Honest. But I mean, the, the teams they're putting in there so far, it's not good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll to get it. back to that. What um, else? Uh, highlights from the women's rumble. Um, Alexa Bliss, yeah, coming back to the ring for the first time in a while. Looked great. She mm-hmm. got her shit in and looked uh, really good. Um, you know, super flippy athletic stuff and uh, mm-hmm. and effective there. Um, Nia Jax was in there for a bit, uh, as was Tamina. Uh, yep, Tamina's a thing. Uh, why is Tamina? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. she is. Who, who knows? Uh, but yeah, no, uh, no, no. Re- Legends, no right. Trish, no Lita, no thank God, no Kelly Kelly or yeah. Michelle Mc Taker Dick or, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, so I, I enjoyed the NXT aspect of it, and it just it lulled a lot in the middle. Yeah, and and there were some moments that you could tell. I mean, we talked earlier about. Uh, Maria and um, Alicia Alicia Fox having their moment and yeah. they were thinking that's going to be a thing. It was uh, not a thing. 
Charlotte and Lacey Evans had a moment. It yeah. reminded me of a few years back when they decided, oh, we're going to have John Cena and Randy Orton stand across from each other for the first time in so many years. Yeah. And the crowd's going to be hyped. And you can basically hear the crowd go, no, we're, we're done with we this. We don't want we, this. We, we're, we're good. Yes, we've seen that match so many goddamn <laughs> yeah. times. And then, of course, the Lacey Evans-Charlotte thing inspired a million comedians to post the Spider-Man 60s yeah, 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 yeah. meme. So there's there's that, too. Why are you pointing? Why are you yeah. pointing? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everybody's real clever with that. Yeah. Um, But Charlotte looked good. She did. She looked dominant. Uh, I definitely, in my head, was thinking, well, if Charlotte wins, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because I'm sure they'll find a way to insert Becky. Instead, Becky inserted herself because of Lana's injury earlier on in the night and ended up winning the whole thing. Crowd went nuts for it. Right. Um, And uh, we are... As we're seeing on Raw, seeing Becky uh, heading straight to WrestleMania. Straight to Ronnie. Um, You know, I feel like, and this is not to take away from the men or Seth Rollins or anything, but in terms of moments, the women's rumble should have gone on last. Yeah. Because anything following that immediately, sorry, Daniel and uh, AJ, uh, was going to get fucking just... It was just going to die a slow, miserable death yes. because the Becky Becky's so over and yeah. the pop was so huge. And, you know, they really, uh, you know, they built up to it and then, you know, they wanted to revel in it. And then you have to, you know, you're like, fuck, there's still another two hours of this show. And however many matches are right. left. Yeah. And three or four matches left. Yeah. And that, and one of those was a rumble, which goes at least an hour. Correct. Um so we after that we had uh, Ronda and Rousey Sasha. defending against Sasha Banks, another great match. Yeah, best Sasha's been in a long time. Yeah, she pulled out the heelishness of the boss. Yes, I love when she has him in the bank statement and starts stomping, stomping on at the yeah, hands. Yeah, That's, it just takes me back to a better time when her and Bailey were having the best of a million series in NXT, yeah. and it was great. And and like I said, one of those examples, someone lost but looked good in yeah. losing, and even Ronda looked good. Like that that was. Probably Ronda's best singles match in the company so far, if you ask me at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the Charlotte match kind of got uh, ruined by the, the kendo stick finish. Right, you know, right. To completion, this is probably the most the most well-rounded and complete she's looked as a, as a solo performer. Right. You know? And having her in there with somebody like Sasha, who, you know, knows what the fuck she's doing and can, you know, direct and lead and, and, and whatever. But I don't even know how much of that she did because Ronnie seemed pretty pretty on point with most things there. Yeah. And those, her Piper Pit thing, whatever she calls it. Yeah, the judo throw that the, she does. The, the, yeah, like the, the swinging thing. I always feel like she's going to break somebody's neck on that. Yeah. And, and it makes it, me very of, nervous Of anyone in the roster, Sasha would probably be the one who would get snapped in Yeah, because she's yeah. a fucking twig. Yeah. So twig with an ass. Yes. Um, which... You know, it's fine. I'm yeah, not gonna, yeah, no, I'm no, not hating no, on that. It's like a lowercase b, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully someone was paying attention, and and this means we get a little bit more Sasha action in the future. One would hope, but we'll it looks see. like they're going into a tag team direction with her, so yeah. we'll see how far yeah. it, uh, it goes well there. Um, so then after that, I think that was when they ran AJ Daniel Bryan? No, I think I think Ronnie and Sasha was before the Women's Rumble. Oh, I thought it was... 
Uh, oh, you know, you might be right. Because after the Women's Rumble was Brian Estyles. That's what it was. Which That's died a slow, was. miserable death. Yeah. Um, which, which was a bummer. I liked that match a lot. It was a good match, but the crowd was exhausted. I was like, yeah. okay, you know, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it was It was just uh, such a departure from what we had just seen that yeah. it, it, was, it was tough to get back into, into the groove of it. The crowd was dead, and that kind of affected just watching it and listening to it. Like, well, yeah. they don't give a shit. I really yeah, you know, I, have a hard time. I was super into it because those boys were beating the fuck out of each they other. They were, and there were some really good spots in there. Yeah. I mean, Styles hit was so smooth on that moonsault uh, slop drop yeah, yeah. thing that he does. It was yeah. so beautiful on the outside. Yeah, um, and uh, it looks like uh, Styles got bust- his nose busted up in a hard way. Yeah. yeah. Brian had a shiner the next day. Yeah. So I, I liked the match a lot. I uh, The Rowan interference is finished kind of met, but I like Rowan and Brian as a duo. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it, and especially you know, seeing kind of where it's gonna go. Um, but uh, it was just, it was just kind of a uh, okay. I mean, you add the fact that Rowan looks like kind of a hippy dippy friend of mine from Philly. That <laughs> it's pretty perfect that he's in this angle. Which, which reminds me, if if you didn't see it, uh, did you see the promo that Brian cut on the? Chase Field Burger, the Royal Rumble Burger yes. on the pre-show. Yes. That was everything I love about professional wrestling. So good. He's, I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, they always say the best characters is your personality turned up to 11. Yeah. And that's the new Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you good. Know, he's just so taking, fun. He's such like a nice guy in person. I feel that he doesn't really say all the things that he wants to say about right, saving right. the planet. So the new Daniel Bryan allows him to do that. Exactly. And he gets, it's so he gets great. To just pivot to the darker side yes. of it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the uh, restrictor plate is off. Exactly. He's opening it up on the straightaway here. Yeah. It's fucking outstanding. Yeah, so so I just good. made a NASCAR reference. What the fuck yeah, is wrong with you me? Go. Look at you hell? go. Look at you go. What? <laughs> My buddy Steve's listening. He's very excited right now. What? Um, so uh, after that was Finn Balor. Yes. Brock Lesnar. Holy shit, that was awesome. So good. Probably it, it, it's now up there with, uh, coincidentally enough, the Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match from Mania is one of my favorite like 10-minute long matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, the one we had, he had with Samoa Joe was around yeah, 8 around- to 10 and really good as well. Yeah. Um, Braun Strowman never really hit that stride. And then the Daniel yeah. Bryan and AJ Styles matches weren't that short. Yeah. Um, nor was that triple threat that we did the redo of a couple weeks ago, which right. was outstanding. But yeah, this was just a, a, a flurry of offense. Right. You know, and, and Brock sold his ass off for the guy, man. Exactly, exactly. I believed... In that moment, yeah. there was a chance that yeah. they were going to put it on Slim Finn. chance. But a chance I, I was like, they could take it off on Raw. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. see what happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, you know, for wow. as jaded a fan as I am, to have that is awesome. You just gave it would. How great would it be? To have Finn Balor be Universal Champion twice, but for one day each, that would have ah, been outstanding. It would have like yeah. it would have like eaten at his his mindset, his exactly. psyche, and exactly. made him gone fucking crazy and embrace the demon and just mm-hmm. lost his. Sh- oh God, that would have been great. Yeah, Are but you listening. But but Finn turned into like the purest white meat baby face yeah. that he needed to be, and a lot of white meat on that boy. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tone, yeah, muscly. Uh, also, kind of like the new gear with the white boots and everything. I thought, yeah, I thought it looked good. Yeah, no, uh, no white, uh, no white trunks to accent his dick. Yeah, he wasn't going full Alas. Zack Saber. <laughs> Alas, oh well. Um, but uh, Brock, Brock locking on that Kimura, and then the reveal of the yeah. crazy Brock oh, face. Oh yeah, it's so great. Uh, 
So every, fucking great. For as much shit as we give WWE production, every now and then they get a shot that is so perfect. Yeah. And the shot where it's basically, oh, the Camaro lock is on. And then he like, and you his see head his head up. just roll up. <laughs> oh, crazy eyes. So good. Yelling his Howard Dean yell. So good. Fucking great. And the, the transition into the Camaro lock was smooth as fuck. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really good. Um, My only thing, and, and it's a minor thing is I wasn't super into the post-match beatdown. No, it made no sense. It, it, it felt a little unnecessary. Yeah. It, it, it kind of was like, you know, we got to see Finn get so close to the sun yeah. and it's like, oh, Finn could be a main event guy now. Right. And it was like, nope, you're a yeah. mid-carter. And then he, you know, he had his cup of coffee in the yeah. big time and then yeah. Brock comes in and kicks the yeah. cup over and spills it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even paint. even for that, it was like okay, he he hit him with like one, I think it was one f five. Only one, yeah. Uh, no, but, he well, well one af- says, oh afterwards. Yeah. So he there wasn't he, a single f five in the actual match yeah. proper. which so, is like, weird. It, it was one of those things where it's like he attacked him one time after the match, and he just kept beating him up. Right. Like if he did one thing, that'd be yeah, one thing. Yeah. The, Continued beatdown was just like here's the hierarchy. Yeah, <laughs> stop, stop. Uh, yeah, it's already and he dead. dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but great Which match. Got run back again the following night, but we'll get to that. Right. Uh, <laughs> great match. Enjoyed it a lot. And then uh, we had the men's rumble. Yeah. And at eleven o'clock, uh, the idea of an extended comedy segment with Elias and holy fucking shit, country star Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Is not my idea of a good time. No, I was like, are they really fucking doing this segment right now? It was just, it was ill-advised. I mean, they could have, they could have done that on Raw on Monday, which they did again. Yeah, kinda, and are yeah, doing they it did again the same thing this week. But you know, at that point, it's a, it's eleven o'clock, and you know you have a full Rumble match to go. Maybe, maybe call an audible and just have a quick version of it. Yeah, that you. Play off of and finish the following night. That was that was a poor decision, I think. Yeah, uh, but the the highlights of the men's rumble uh, definitely not the commentary. Okay, I know a lot no. of people were shitting on the women's rumble commentary. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. I I, had no, um, I, I was into uh, you know, but the, I like listening to Beth Phoenix. The and watching Beth Phoenix <laughs> and thinking about Beth and, Phoenix. Getting and I, by I Edge thought uh, I thought Corey was having fun with Beth and Renee. Yeah. I thought that was uh, a nice setup uh, and and. Uh, was it Tom Phillips who was the fourth guy? I don't remember. I um, think so, maybe. All I know is he and Corey were going back and forth, and I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, JBL, Lawler, Lawler Cole, Cole, and, and Corey. So you had yeah. three guys playing heel commentator. Yeah. And it just, it, uh, it, it made a long rumble even longer. Yeah, anytime JBL is talking, I want to, you know, stuff shit in my ears. Yeah. Um, because fuck JBL forever. And the Rumble itself was all right. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought, you know, there were some fun matchups in there. There were a yeah. lot of fun surprises. Samoa Joe looked like a beast. He did. Which he did. Uh, was just underlined on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you had, again, much like we saw with the Women's Rumble, the idea of let's throw some NXT and UK people in there. Yep. So Gargano got the call up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked okay, he looked okay. Uh, compared to the other guys yeah. who had bigger spots. Uh, not as great. Um, you had Aleister Black, who yep. looked like a megastar. Hell yeah. Still selling the knee a little bit, which I appreciated. And he got to eliminate Dean Ambrose, which yes. was a big shock. This is true. Well, at the time. At the time. <laughs> um, 
Pete Dunn yep. looked great. Yep. Looked good in the mix, again, with those guys, yeah. which I wouldn't have expected because I, I think Pete Dunn, I think maybe he's a little small. Like, Gargano definitely looked small out there. Sure. Black, I was like, oh, shit, he's actually tall. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. Dunn, small, but he looked like a shit kicker. And the yeah. whole thing of him running the, the finger break spot on Black and then Black creepily Fuck snapping yeah. his fingers back in. Oh, that. So good. That's good business. So, right so good. Uh, Ray was in there and looked good. Yep. Andrade looked great. Million bucks. Um, Weirdly enough, the one person in the Rumble who I didn't think looked that great was Seth Rollins. Well, that's because he spent about 15 minutes of it outside selling an attack from Lashley on the table. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, a little disappointing uh, in terms of performance, but, you know, he still yeah. pulled it out in the end. Yeah, it just, it was, I was really hoping that, and, and we, when we talked about this last week, I was hoping like, oh, him and Drew are going to be the guys they put over and they put over big. Right. And, I mean, Drew kind of looked good. He was put over a lot by commentary. Yeah, yeah, and he had a good. Um, uh, what did he? Who did he stare down with? Was it? Was it Black? He had a yeah, stare yeah, down with Black. I think, so. I think at one point, which was really yeah. good. And then also at the same time, they hit like simultaneous kicks on two different opponents. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I don't even know if plan was not, but it looked badass and a half. Yeah, um, Braun surprisingly looked super strong. Yeah, considering how he's been booked over the past six months. Right, right, and and at that point, I'm like, oh fuck, they're gonna have Braun win. Yeah, I was definitely thinking Braun might win, especially when we came down to him and Seth. Yeah. Um, uh, Ali looked really good. Ali looked great. Uh, that that one crazy five person Tower of Doom spot yeah. they did in the Rumble was I don't even know how to describe it, but it yeah. was fucking brutal. Yeah, it was nuts. Ali tossing out Samoa Joe was great, and the cameraman, like you said, yeah. got that shot of Joe's face, and Joe has that "I'm going to kill you" look, and it's so badass. I love it. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then. Number 30, we thought it was going to be our truth Right. So he won his opportunity to be number 30. Yeah, in the never-ending mix match challenge. <laughs> uh, and instead, he gets attacked by Nia Jax? Yeah. Go ahead. So, so break it down. What I, I think we're on uh, opposite sides here, but go ahead. So, okay, first things first, if rumors are to be believed, she hurt someone else because she hurt our truth. Right. She was a little rough tossing the guy around. Yeah. He's he's a little old. He's an older fella. Be, yeah. Be careful with his frail body. At the end of the day, I don't know what that accomplished. Uh, I, I, I recognize we've had spots in the past. China was in the Rumble. Beth uh -huh. Phoenix was in the Rumble. Karma, Karma was in the Rumble. Yep. That was before there was a women's Rumble. Mm-hmm. We already had Nia Jax look pretty strong in the women's Rumble. Right. If the whole purpose is for her to get in the Rumble, eat everyone's finisher, and then go, who the fuck looked good in that? Yeah, the only person who I guess, if anyone looked good, is Mustafa Ali as a white meat baby face because he's the only one who hesitated about hitting her with a move. Yeah, that's like true. that's the only person who I felt got over in that. Like basically, it made Nia Jax look dumb, and you hurt our truth on the way there. Well, I, I, if if rumors are to be believed, this is kind of them. Easing uh, some intergender stuff back yeah. into the main. Because uh, apparently the idea right now is that's how we'll get the viewers back. Go back to the Attitude Era. I mean, well, there's there's definitely been some peppering of, of Attitude Era right, things. In right. there with Alexa Bliss being walked in on and, and the Mandy Rose and Naomi um, yeah. storyline with uh, Jimmy John Uso. Um, so, yeah, I... I 
I kind of enjoyed it because, you know, she did kind of look like a badass. She was in there and tossing them around for a couple minutes before yeah. she ate all the finishers. Yeah. So, you know, and plus, <laughs> being somebody who's not a super big fan of Nia Jax, watching her eat those finishers was kind of uh, kind of satisfying. <laughs> so, you know, watching her eat a super kick and then get 619 and then the fucking RKO, Randy, you stud. Oh, the, the RKO was <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where it's like Nia Jax is Tamina with slightly more marketability. Oh, well, not I wouldn't say slightly. Well, she's the Rock's cousin. <laughs> yeah, she's got much more marketability, and they can promote her for body positivity. Sure. Yeah. That's all they've got. Yeah. She hurts people. She's not a good promo. Her matches aren't all that great, and she's considered to be one of the top women in the company and it's just like ah uh, you have so many more options yeah i know but then they're all you want a body positive woman her name's jordan grace fucking yes. hire her immediately oh my god it just moved yeah uh, god if she would have popped up in the rumble i would have exploded it's just i uh, i'm not i mean fuck they're hiring viper Viper again. Viper has the same thing. Another one I'm a big fan of. You can tell I have a type. Yeah, yeah. But Viper, <laughs> Viper is another example where it's like, oh, you can get this, but also get the benefit of people not getting hurt. Yeah. Or maybe they can get a good promo, or maybe they yeah. can work a decent match, or maybe they can, you know, seem consistent from week to week, or not randomly go, I'm not going to work for two weeks because I don't like what you have planned for me. Oh, that's true. I forgot she kind of did that. Yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's kind of terrible. Yeah, and, and but again, that's what but, made it a little more satisfying to have her eat all those finishers. But to for me. me, it's just kind of like, oh, this is the person who gets the perk. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. When in life does the person who deserves it most get what they deserve? Fair. Fair. You know, this is this is grown up life, Fair. buddy. Fair point, <laughs> buddy pal. Fair uh, point. Dolph Ziggler was kind of a shock too. Oh yeah, he Dolph came in at Ziggler like twenty-eight or something, doing the random internet work again. Yeah, well, you know that's his that's his gimmick. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I can't wait till he goes back to having matches where he just super kicks and gets exhausted again. I hear he's being courted for like some kind of backstage role. That's what they were saying. Um, but you know. How many fucking know. backstage agents do they need? I know. Because and also, why are they hiring the entire TNA creative roster? How fucking weird is it that, you know, it used to be TNA would take all of WWE's cast-offs. Yes. And now it's the exact fucking opposite. They've hired Jeremy Borash, uh-huh. Shane Helms, uh-huh. Sanjay Abyss, Dutt, Sanjay Dutt, Jeff Jarrett. and now Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And Jeff Jarrett, of all people, is going to be an on-screen character in the year of our Lord 2019. Okay, sure, great. Why he just isn't in the performance center teaching guys how to throw awesome work punches, I don't know. It's true. Dude's got his punches are great. strikes. Yeah. His punches are great. Way better. Why didn't he ever teach Road Dog how to do that? Yeah, I don't know. But I it just it's it's so strange. Anyway, Seth won. Yes. So now he we're burned building it down. He to burnt it, burnt, Seth burnt, versus burnt, burnt. Rock. Yes. Yes. He <laughs> He burnted it down. Burnted it, 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 it down. Downward. Down did. Down down did. Downward. <laughs> he downward da- spiraled. Downward facing burnt. Yes. yes. <laughs> At the CrossFit Games. Yes. Uh so yeah. You know, we we get Seth versus Brock is a WrestleMania main event yeah. worthy match. So yeah. I'm excited uh to see it. I'm excited to be there for it. Hopefully it doesn't change. Um but then he, you know, he came out on Raw and was, you know, um weighing his options as to which one he wanted to challenge. Mm-hmm. And really, either choice is a WrestleMania main event I'm all in on. Yeah, and, and I did like uh, uh, Paul Heyman's promo being the devil's advocate yeah. there saying, hey, 
That's going to be a pretty great match. Yeah. He's so you good. and Daniel Bryan. He's so great. Like, he sold me on that match. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I knew it was going to lead to sure. him versus Brock, but I, I was like, well done, Paul. Yeah. You sold me on all the options. Yeah. Um, but to me, the big story com- coming out of Raw uh, g- goes back to one of our biggest fears as uh, Ronda Rousey has officially learned the hard part yes. of professional wrestling. <laughs> it's not all uh, big pops and cheers and uh, yeah. know, well-rehearsed matches. Yeah. And, um, she got she got knocked in the face, figuratively speaking, on Monday. Yeah, and she did not rebound well. No, she was not very good at coping with that. No, no. Uh, one of the biggest fears about Ronda, I think uh, Justin voiced yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Back when she first joined the company last year, Ronda Rousey does not do good. I'm not going to say with adversity. She does not do well with public adversity. Yeah, or opposition. Yes. Or not everybody being in her corner. Yeah, because that crowd was ready for Becky Lynch to pop up. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, yes, it's a marquee match between your two most popular women, but, but there's a favorite. There's clearly a favorite, and it's yeah. not the one you're, you know, yeah. touting as, you know, the future of women's wrestling in WWE. Especially, you know, because all those rumors that she wants to go away after Mania right. or start a family or something, you know, that even more telegraphs what may happen at Mania as it stands right now until yeah. a third person gets added. Um, if a third person gets if. added, um, but. Uh, she came out, she cut her promo, got booed, mm-hmm. got shook, uh-huh. paused, uh-huh. acknowledged it, Yeah, kind of looked like she was going to cry. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no. Because we, we saw we saw hints of the old Ronda like during uh, the, the publicity for WrestleMania. She had those not-so-great interviews on yeah. SportsCenter or what have you yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah, she has a, a, a very short fuse and... And I was thinking, hey, maybe this is this is the best of all worlds for Ronda Rousey, a world where she can win all the time. Yeah, yeah. A, a world where it's she's predetermined. She's she's a fan favorite all the time. Yeah. And we found the scenario in what is the money match this year. Yep. And all credit in the world. Once Becky came out, she and Ronda, their promo and right. the crowd reaction. It's the most exciting segment I've seen in WWE proper in ages. Because I feel like it, whatever happened, Ronnie went from afraid, uh, afraid to like, all right, let's fucking go. Like something clicked in her head when Becky came out that it, she yeah. just got turned on, or not turned on sexually, but like yeah, yeah. something switched uh, in her uh, head. A, a switch just, went off, yeah. And she just, you know, went to the next level and, and, and rise, rose up? Rised yeah. Up? Rise, she rose to the occasion. Rise it up. Yes. I'm not good at talking. Why do I do this? For? <laughs> How did I last in radio for 11 years? Oh, wait. They paid me $11 a fucking hour, and I'm a dumbass who stayed around to do it. Well, Fuck you, Hurst. Well. Um, Sorry. It's okay. But that, bitter. that angle, that segment <laughs> was tremendous. It was great. Rhonda looked like a beast. Yeah. Becky, Becky looked like the yeah. confident people's hero that yeah. she needs to be heading into the show she and exudes so much fucking like pomp, like just 
confidence swagger and confidence yeah. and like it's just dripping out of her from like her face to the way she just the way she walks the way she stands the yeah. way she holds the mic when she cuts the like everything is firing on all cylinders for Becky right now and she's gonna ride this wave to the main event of Wrestlemania provided Monday does not fuck her over because in the preview for Raw on Monday yeah. we are getting a segment between Stephanie McMahon and Becky Lynch and as we all know there's anyone in the WWE roster who does a great job of putting over the other person in the segment, not making it about them and making sure a star is made. It's Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I look forward to her wearing the tallest of heels so she can look <laughs> taller than the main baby face. And yeah. Talking down to her for yeah. 20 minutes on live television. I mean, and Becky being scripted to go, you know what, Stephanie, you're correct. As the innovator of the women's <laughs> revolution. Oh, man. The joys of being a McMahon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Woof. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. I'm not sure exactly, obviously, because I, I don't work there, uh, what the story, what the angle Stephanie has yeah. um, for Maybe it. we'll make it a four-way. We'll throw Charlotte and <sighs> Stephanie McMahon in it. Shut your fucking mouth right now, boy. <laughs> I will beat you into submission. Look, Chris, if you prepare yourself for the worst case scenario, the actual crap you receive is less bad. So, yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. So, all right, let's talk about this. So, Charlotte. Yes. She, she's in a precarious position right now. Yes. She is, you know one of the best natural athletes that the WWE has. She's been one of the faces of the women's revolution the mm -hmm. entire time. She is a flair. Yes. Um, and she is a multiple-time champion. Yes. However, you have Ronda Rousey, who mm -hmm. is a world-renowned fighter and uh, personality. Yes. And you have Becky Lynch, who's the, probably the most over person in pro wrestling as a whole right now. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Or not? Well, well talking about the drawing, drawing uh, numbers and shit like that. Exactly. Just, just the the question mark that is Becky Lynch. But we'll get there. I mean, she's the internet's darling right now. She is hundred percent. And hey, live crowds love her. Right. The people those that up. are there. <laughs> right. I did see the photo of SmackDown, and that looked rough. The entire hard cam side was empty. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll 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 just jump into it. The question mark is Becky's very over. Yeah. And I say this. As a very ardent Becky Lynch stan. I'm, right. I, I love that girl. I've yeah. loved her for years. Yeah. Ratings aren't changing. No. In fact, they're dipping. Attendance is not improving. Normally, when there's a hot star, right. people go absolutely apeshit. They buy tickets. They buy merch. Uh, I mean, hey, at least one T-shirt got sold to Road Dog, so we know one got sold. <laughs> they just put out five new designs for her the other yeah, day. Yeah, I, I, I saw, uh, including the WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was clever. That one was the best of the ones. The, yeah, the one that even was, though it's like old school Becky Lynch with the goggles. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's uh, but it, it's just if she's a star by professional wrestling standards, we aren't seeing the needle move. Is that a WWE problem or a Becky Lynch problem? I think it's a WWE problem. I'm inclined to agree the same, but I'm wondering if WWE sees it that way. Oh, of course not. They're not going to blame themselves. And is that why a Charlotte Flair, even though I think the money match is Rousey Lynch, a Charlotte Flair gets added to it? 
I'm I'm of two minds on this. I'm I'm fine with it either way. Honestly. Sure, sure. Uh, because either way, we're going to get a great match. Absolutely. But we're going to get two different kinds of matches, with, yeah. depending on which way we go here. You know, Ronda versus Becky. You know, we've seen you know Ronda versus Charlotte. We've seen Ronda versus um, Sasha. And I don't want to talk about Ronda versus Bailey because she was shook as fuck on Raw. Yeah, and that's what happens when a shook Ronda calls right. a match live. Not great. But I feel like with this WrestleMania match, uh, Ronnie and, and Becky is gonna fucking set the world on fire and yeah. be amazing. Uh, but you know, you add Charlotte to it and Charlotte can do nothing but enhance because she's a super talent on her own. So uh, I don't I don't think match quality will suffer either way. It's just whether or not the satisfaction of watching this big win for for Sasha or no, for Sasha for Becky to come through and mm-hmm. and you know is it the big win of her beating the number one you know woman uh, athlete in the world or yeah. is it the the joy of beating both you know right the best right. pro wrestler and the best MMA women's fighter you know I I think the main reason why people are so anxious about the possibility of the three way. Beyond the fact that, let's be honest, one-on-one matches have greater prestige than a multi-person sure. match is the idea that Becky or Charlotte will win by pinning the other and not right. beating Ronda Rousey. Right. And that's an understandable concern. At the same time, I can see that being the logic here. You can give Becky sure. or Charlotte the WrestleMania win. That's the moment that will be in video packages for the rest of the year and years yeah. to come. Regardless of how it happens, yeah, but it's it's cheaper than I, I agree because they pinned each other multiple times throughout their right, careers. Because right. I mean, even with he who won't be named, Chris Benoit, when he won, yeah, right. it was in a three way, but he got Triple H to tap, right, and that was what people lost their mind about. Yeah, it wasn't just that. Oh, Chris Benoit, before everything, the guy who no one thought would be champion got to be champion. It was that he cleanly beat Triple H in the middle of the ring. Right. And, yeah, I I don't know. There's a lot of X factors, especially with two pay-per-views to go before. It's true. There's a lot of stuff that could could happen. Um, And, really, I feel like there's also a loud subset of the Internet that is tired of Charlotte. Um, I don't really get it myself. I'm I'm not in that camp because I enjoy – Watching Charlotte, but you know, people are calling her the you know the John Cena of the women's division or whatever. She just inserts yeah. herself into any match, and um, you know, will you know, LOL, Charlotte wins, sort of thing. And I'm I don't really subscribe to that because I still really enjoy watching Charlotte perform. You know, yeah. and she she's legit. You know, I mean, it could be something if she was Charlotte Flair, and you know, wrestled like fucking Lana. And is getting these opportunities. Yeah. But she's not. She's Charlotte Flair and is one of the, the best top three women's uh, wrestlers in the in the country in the uh, company right now. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it, it's undeserved. And that's what kind of is pissing me off about that. And then they're just, oh, well, you know, she's Charlotte Flair. She's going to get added to the title match because she's yeah. a Flair and blah, 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 Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. A lot of people are handling her like she's female Roman Reigns. Right. Or, yeah, I guess Roman Reigns is a more topical thing than John yeah. Cena right now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see it that way, and you know, I, I don't know what the answer is. Honestly, yeah, I mean, 
if you believe what was said this week, uh, uh, I think his name's Justin Barrasso, the guy who works for Sports Illustrated. Uh-huh. He reported this week that it's officially a one-on-one match. Okay. Well, as of right now, it is. But I mean, that guy's <laughs> that guy's been kind of hit or miss. He, but he was saying no longer the three-way is planned. It's a one-on-one match. I hope that's what it is. Yeah. But I have a feeling that's not going to be what it is. Well, Uncle I mean, Dave if you is ask me, three way, right? Uh, Uncle Dave's still saying three way. Uh, get well soon, Uncle Dave. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but he's still saying three way. I mean, honestly, if you ran that and you run Charlotte Oscar for the SmackDown belt, I'm good. Hell yeah. Like that, that's tremendous. Hell yeah. Cause then you get the story of them running it back. How Charlotte wants to get back in the mix as sure. an elite woman. This time Oscar's coming in as champion. You know, there's, there's story there. Yes. Um, but we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. Uh, so that was raw on the SmackDown side. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdness as uh, Rusev's a heel again. Yep. He's apparently friends with the guy who just beat him for the U.S. title. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. And we have yet another U.S. champion as R-Truth. Yeah. Of Won all people. the belt. I mean, I guess it kind of made sense because he, uh, he got fucked out of his uh, number 30 spot in the Rumble. Yes. So they gave him an opportunity to win the U.S. title. Yeah. And then, he did, but they did it in the way that you know people think it was like a botched finish, or right? Something right, like that. right. So, which kind of devalues it in its own right, right? But then he got a clean win right after over Rusev in like a, what seconds? Yeah, real weird, real, real weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with this. And then. Nothing's going to get paid off with that because this Tuesday you have Rusev and Nakamura against the, the Good, Good Brothers. Brothers. Which on paper, great match. Should be great. Yeah. But so then what does what, – yeah, why? It, it, what, it's, it, it's definitely weird. That That's some of that weird-ass road dog booking coming up again. It's like when we had the weird Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, uh, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn angle for oh, like yeah. – a year before we knew Daniel Bryan could come back. Right. Um, yeah, I tried to block that out of my mind. Yeah, it's just one of those angles where you're like, what did, what's even happening here? Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe this Tuesday I'll make it make more sense. But hey, good on you, uh, R-Truth. Winning yeah, the title hey, at you know, age 50-something. He's I, a fucking entertaining guy. He is. He really he is. is. Uh, but speaking of entertaining, we had a nice one-two punch at the end of SmackDown. Because one... We have a brand new SmackDown title. Oh, God. It is glorious. It's outstanding. It's actually a really nice looking belt. I fucking love it. Yes. I can't can't describe it. The eco-friendly SmackDown world title. And apparently he was legit getting heat IRL from people for wearing a leather title. I'm not surprised, point. which is great because yeah. in his vegan circles, of yeah, like, yeah, how could you, how could you do this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny that he turned it into the angle. And yeah, whoever made the the title belt did a hell of a job. Yeah, wood plates. It's, uh, the wood looks great. The pebbles well, look there. better, or or stones or whatever it is look yeah. better than than the diamonds or whatnot. Yeah. And uh, the cubic zirconia. Let's yeah, what, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, and and the straps made out of hemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty hysterical. It's great. Uh, but Matt this... Riddle's response to it was outstanding. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but really the highlight was end of the show, as we're now building to the elimination. Yes. Chamber. Everybody who's going to be a part of it came out, 
And then Samoa Joe went deaf comedy jam on everybody <laughs> and basically just while on his way to the ring, as Samoa yeah. Joe does with just his roasted. romping and stomping to the ring, yeah. roasting every yeah. single person in the ring. Oh, nailed it. God. So good. He's such a great promo. It's so good. Yeah. I And he knocks it out of the park, but like that elimination chamber it's fucking stacked. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, Daniel Bryan defending against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, and Joey Samoe. Really, the only swap I would make is Randy Orton replace him with Rey Mysterio. But you know, they don't want to kill Rey yet. No, yeah, <laughs> they, that, they don't want to murder death. I feel like they'll do a, a Rey Andrade match at, yeah. at Elimination Chamber, which is fine. I'm all yeah, in. yeah, totally, run totally that cool shit with back. that. Yeah, run uh, a, another kind of last twice on Sunday. Or something uh, I quit uh, cage match uh, ladder match. Did two out of three falls. Yeah, they, they go up the uh, the Buried alive, escalator, you know, <laughs> Inferno match. Yeah, Hollywood backlot brawl. <laughs> Spin the wheal, make the deal. Oh god, coal Cy- miners glove. Cyber Tuesday. Was <laughs> Taboo Tuesday? Was that a thing? To put Judy Bagwell's corpse on a pole. <laughs> yes. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2 one n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n seven lowercase c three lowercase r lowercase f u v q this is the, the rough, house, rough pod. house uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information the preceding presentation was brought to you by the realm network Listen here, baby brother, got some of the kinder care kid, baby, five little small people running to and fro around their house. You got some shit to do. Leave them with me, Dusty D. Diddle Rhodes at the Dusty Rhodes Detention Baby Center. That's right. It's a daycare for your little shits. I was able to raise Dustin into the wackadoo, tranny, gold-covered wackanizzle that he was, as well as Cody. Whatever he did with that mustache, baby brother, he picked it up at the Dusty Rhodes Detention slash daycare center. We got stuff to climb on. Big boxes, small boxes, a mama Celeste pizza for one. That six of these motherfuckers is going to have to split. Ain't nobody going to get enough food. Someone's going to have to have some Kool-Aid and five pitchers of water but only one packet. That shit's going to be watery, baby brother. Ain't nobody going to get enough to eat, drink, or play with here at the Dusty Roads Detention Center. Look for me. I'm the house with the spots and the sun with the gold ass paint passed out in the front yard. Use code mustache for 5% off your child if it's a baby of color, baby brother.